Great morning, great afternoon, great night. Welcome to Moments of Mindset, the podcast. I am your guide, your host, your moderator, Rodney Williams. Thank you for joining me. If this is your first time listening, thank you. If you've been here before, thank you, thank you. Hopefully you brought a friend. You know what, we have these conversations of clarity, and what we hope to do is shed some light on your life. Sometimes it's me, and I am so stoked to have this amazing spirit with me, Cameron. Let's go! Do me a favor, Brand. Introduce yourself. Welcome to the show, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, basically, um, my name is Cameron Assidy. I'm a podcast host. I've got my own podcast, Camerants. I'm um, a very spiritual guy. Um, what, what do I start doing? Um, I'm a poet. I'm very creative. Um, yeah, I just love to write. I love to love. I love to teach. I love to reach. I love to express. And that's kind of... What I do, I'm just kind of a beautiful soul. Yeah, he it, <laughs> he he is that, and then some, right? Like from just a, just a quick background, um, he and I, I was on a I was on a fr- I was on a live yep. with a mutual friend, yep. and uh, he was in the you were in the chats. Yeah, I was in the chat. I was just watching along. He was just watching, just and supporting was like, my, supporting the friends. Yeah, what's going on. and he was yep. like, "Man, go deeper, go deeper." Just talking, I was like, "Oh yeah, we definitely got to go deep." And then <laughs> we started messaging. I was like, "Man, I'd love to be on your show." He was like, "Yeah, we'll work it out, sort it out." And then I was on your podcast, yeah, which is an amazing episode, spot on, amazing, right? <laughs> yes. Um, one of the reasons why I wanted to have him on because I know we, I always, my guests and myself talk about the mindsets, the habits, the routines, yep. the action plans to. Get to that abundance, which is the success and the fulfillment, but an aspect that has not really been broached like you and I really know it should is the spiritual side of things. Yeah. Like going into the quantum, going beyond where your senses can actually provide feedback, right? And so I, I believe that if more people tune into that, unknown that frequency you know yes it's going to add a whole nother texture of connection Mm -hmm. man and so i wanted to have you on and just share your love and light you know what i mean because i know we we do this in our own lane if you will yeah but together when like when we were on the 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 last call man it was (laughs) was i was buzzing for like yeah yeah i was buzzing for for so what i wanted to talk about man is is you know spirituality we're both fathers yes right and how do you navigate instilling that spirituality or that awareness mm-hmm. in your in your beautiful daughter Lily? Like, how do you how do you? I don't know. Like the easiest the easiest thing is just like through example. So it's more about I'm living my own life in this lifetime in terms of spirituality, yeah. and I'm on this spiritual journey. I'm dealing with this spiritual re- reawakening. It is. Uh, challenging it is not easy i make it look like it's great and i make it look like it's easy but there's always that kind of inner turmoil that uh, it's emotional upheaval um frequencies are changing we're constantly evolving and i'm dealing with all of that and juggling all of that but then also realizing oh by the way i am a father yeah and i have to figure out like what's my angle and what's my stance and then try and represent that to my daughter yeah and figuring that stuff out so it's just and also i'm a um 
a guy that's kind of like more like in the present in the moment so yeah. i don't really think forward much yeah. so it's just kind of like i'm just in the experience so it's like how do i do that so i like um sometimes i make it really expansive and big and sometimes i have to kind of like humble myself and be like no like i just need to do small things yeah so um with my daughter well with me growing up i didn't really know anything about like spirituality yeah. really like it just wasn't it my spiritual stance was mainly based on religion okay uh christianity and that kind of stuff so um with this spiritual reawakening um that's happened it kind of happened like a few years ago okay um that's kind of where the example of teaching spirituality to my daughter has kind of started so she has the amethyst crystal she knows about meditation she knows that i meditate she knows that i pray and she has done that with me before, but I have to allow her to do things at her yeah, own pace. Yeah. So at times I feel like I'm kind of failing because um, my wife is Christian. So it's like she's kind of going to follow something that's got more structure. So the religion has more structure and it's kind of more easy to follow. And that's kind of where like my daughter Lily is kind of going. Gravitating you know? towards. Yeah. yeah. And that's fine. That's okay. So it's just kind of like, well, how do I merge that and help her to see things from my side? So um, I kind of focus more on like love and um, being good to people and helping people. So kind of like more like principles and morals and values in that sense. And I think because I am a good person, I'm a a, a very beautiful soul. I think she naturally understands that kind of stuff. So um she kind of wants to know more about what i'm doing but then i'm also trying to figure out what i'm doing at the same time because i'm still learning yeah so it's kind of like a juggling a lot kind of trying to balance things out but at the end of the day i just kind of have to be like you know what she has a crystal i never had a crystal when i was mine (laughs) she knows what meditation is i didn't know what meditation was until a few years ago (laughs) um she um you know she's seen an ancestor altar because i have my own ancestor altar in my room and she's prayed there before and she's been there before and she understands what it is. Like, yeah. I never had that stuff. Yeah. So, like, in that kind of sense, I've done well and I'm successful. I've I've done more than any generation did for me or did for the people before them. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I know we just, <laughs> we just kind of dove in, but you said something that when you said, like, the structure of the religion, right? Mm-hmm. I grew up in a Christian household. You know, we were... Went to a Methodist church first, then Baptist. Yeah. So yeah. I got the structure. And in that structure, going through life, then you have to, okay, well, in this structure of religion and the beliefs and the faith and all the different things you're going through, mm-hmm. you know, obviously that's going to be tested and questioned. And it's like, well, this doesn't really match up. But having the rigors of that structure of, okay, when you wake up in the morning, gratitude and pray. Or yeah. every meal, making sure you say grace. Before mm-hmm. you go to sleep, making sure you say your prayers and all that sort of stuff, right? So now having that train and ingrained in my head for so long mm. when I needed to pivot and go deeper yeah going into the spirituality it's like okay well I had the structure and what did that yield me now it's such a a free flowing and it makes it easier so by her having that structure yeah as she's continuing as you're planting those seeds yeah you know she'll be able to maneuver and mitigate through that and pick up that uh beyond feeling from what you're giving her yeah definitely yeah. and uh that's the hope that's the aim 
But then also, I understand that every soul is different. Of course. Every soul has their own journey. Yeah. And if she becomes more spiritual, great. If she stays more religious, great. Yeah. I, it's fine. Yeah, like, you know find I mean? the I, way. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, no, yeah. there's no, like, I think um, there's always that kind of tendency to, like, um, as a man, to be like, I feel like I have to ingrain this and I have to lead this and I've got to be the, the alpha and I've got to do... Th- and it's yeah. like, nah, you don't have don't to have do to anything. Do yeah. So it's just kind of like, you have to figure out where your stance is and what your role is and play that role, but also be open to... Just be malleable. Like, that's yeah, literally... Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah just, that's just be it. malleable and just kind of figure it out. Like, okay. And then that's it. But it's... um. I'm grateful for like she has both sides like because she could have just one parent one mm-hmm. parent one like perspective one mindset but the fact is she has two differing um perspectives and mindsets um together so she's able to kind of like see from both and decide what she wants to do yeah and that's that, the beautiful thing yeah she gets that depth and that breadth yeah so you mentioned journey so take me i know yes. we dove in how did you <laughs> how did you get to this place in your life where you felt that you needed to go on a spiritual journey like what uh, what was it that yeah. got you <laughs> what what got me there yeah like what was it was it one thing that just pushed you over the edge and like something has to change i know there's more i gotta figure out this and i kind of heard about spiritual like how did you how were you even introduced yeah um so i'm a people person okay i'm very social um yeah i just I just get on well with anyone and everyone. Um, being in the church, I was in the church at the time when my spiritual reawakening happened. So um, I was in the church at the time. I was in a prominent church. Um, I was doing really well. Um, I was kind of moving up. I was like a very valued volunteer at the church, um, doing a lot of different things, like being on the prayer team, um, uh, being kind of like, you know, like front of house, like, greeting people and other yeah. things like that um just all like little different roles i was kind of doing within the church it got me to a point where like i was really valued and then they put me in a, like a volunteer leader position like a, a a position of influence to kind of help others and stuff like that so i was doing that going completely fine cam the christian's doing well everyone loves him this that and the other he's so cool blah 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 <laughs> i was like okay great um and um what started happening was so I'm very vocal on social media. So like I'll post a lot of things. And one of the things um, I posted was about um, like homosexuality and gay rights and gay marriage. So like I was, I have the stance of like, I'm for any kind of freedom of expression of love. So whatever people choose to do, like good for you. It doesn't matter what the religious stance is or the spiritual stance is. It's just like, I want people to be happy. And I want their souls to be happy and I want them to be free and expressive because that's what souls are. Freedom, expression. And when we come into this lifetime, it's like we're put into boxes and there's there's structure, there's yeah. rules, there's this, there's that. And it's like, that's not really what our souls adhere to. So, um, yeah, so there was that. So I posted that stuff up on social media and, um, you know, my friends were like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Uh, some people from the church saw it and basically they tried to have like a secret meeting with me <laughs> and we're like yeah like so like you're a volunteer leader but like you can't really be saying this stuff like we need like a jesus filter on these things and i was like what i was like out of all the things i've posted like this is the one thing like do you know what i mean because like to cut a long story short 
um, make when it longer. I got with it's your show. You make it longer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <listen>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep talking. I'll just just keep talking, Cal. Uh, so basically, uh, my wife Mary, uh, when I met her, she was very uh, she's Catholic, but um, she's very open minded and very um, accepting and understanding to a lot of different things. Um, she kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things, um, especially uh, the gay rights and gay marriage issue. Um, I was brought up in a, a Pentecostal church and um, I was brought up to kind of, you know, look at things in a very um, brainwashed way where I was just like looking at um, homosexuality as a sin and as something negative and something that was unhealthy for the religion. Um, and, you know, like I remember like listening to pastors and preachers and, you know, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. They're, they're, those right, kind of vibes. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, what? So um, my wife opened me up to like being more accepting of it and kind of getting to that stance where I'm at now. And I went to a church in New York that she used to go to. And it was an amazing like non-denominational church, all faiths. Um, all sexual start like all sexuality stances. It was just cool, yeah, and I was yeah. like, "This is a vibe." Like yeah. and it was, and it, the focus was more on like love, like love winning and love being the force. And I was like, "Amazing!" Once I had that experience, I was like, "Well, I can't go back to what I was <laughs> dealing with Impossible. before." Right. It's, yeah, right. it's just yeah, like I'm completely it. changed. Yeah. So I was just like, "Okay, cool." So then coming back to those social media posts and all that kind of stuff, it just made sense for me to post that stuff. It didn't seem weird. It didn't seem abnormal and it just reminded me how backwards in aspects the church has become because of um human influence and i was just like yeah like this is a bit weird and also um a little thing to kind of like sneak in at that time i was feeling spiritual i was kind of like um into what was i into i was just into a lot of different spiritual things uh, one of the things I was into was psychedelics. So I had a psychedelic trip. Um, I think it was around that time when this was all happening. I think I had a psychedelic trip. It kind of like transformed me and changed me. Yeah. Allow me to kind of like um, get rid of a lot of emotional trauma or at least um, confront it. And um, yeah, so I was talking about like things like tarot cards, oracle cards, psychedelics, like all that kind of stuff. It's more spiritual, less religious. Yeah. Even though it's in religion anyway so yeah so it's just kind of like so i was i was talking about that kind of stuff and it was like all of this stuff i've mentioned that you technically as christians can say hey that's a bit weird like you're talking about psychedelics and you're talking about this you're talking about that yeah they picked the homosexuality thing and i was like out of everything i posted yeah 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 so um they had a meeting with me and they were like oh we need you to put jesus filter of thing jesus filter on things and this, that, and the other. And then I just had to meet with them. And I was like, I need to defend myself, at least, like, defend my point so they understand where I'm coming from. And I did that. And it was funny because they take on volunteers that are, like, gay, lesbian, you know, from the LGBTQ community. And it's like, if they knew your stance, they would be like, why am I here? Right, right. Yeah, right. like, yeah. so you're, you're using me but you don't agree with what I do, my lifestyle. And it's just like, yeah. So I told them like, oh, you need to kind of like promote this stuff, like promote your stance on the website and be a bit more forthcoming. But then when you're recruiting volunteers, they really need to know. Yeah. So they can make the choice whether they do it or not. 
you give them the choice mm-hmm. and they were like yeah that's really cool and blah blah blah, blah. and um that kind of it went well um and then they didn't change anything but what happened was like over the coming weeks everyone started to treat me differently mm, and i was like you know gosh. what i gotta leave because i'm not <laughs> i didn't come here for this i right. can't come to church and feel away because i'm scared about like how people are gonna treat me or this when i haven't done anything wrong i've just been myself so um i left the church tried to go to another church but i was so changed that i was like i feel more spiritual and i, I need the relationship with you know the source yeah. the higher being and I had to find that for myself. The psychedelic trip kind of made me branch out. I had conversations with people about spirituality and Christianity and stuff like that. And it was just like, Christianity is not my truth anymore. So what is my truth? And then I had a bunch of like different readings and stuff like that, where like um, my ancestors came through. So like my mum used to see, she came through and she was like, um, find your truth but don't go down the rabbit hole of mm-hmm. the psychedelic stuff. So she was like, find your truth. You don't need all of the psychedelics to find it. You can technically find it. So just find your truth, figure out what it is and go with that. And for me, that was like the um, the catalyst of like, I've got the approval to do whatever right. I want to do. Because my mum was a devout Christian. Uh. So for her to come through from the spiritual realm and say, find your truth, I was like, okay, there's something deeper here. Yeah. She knows stuff now yeah. from being in the human lifetime, being in the spiritual realm, and she's trying to give me advice to be like, okay, you need to start. And that's kind of what started everything. Yeah. And then I started getting more readings. I started uh, following more spiritual people. I started like looking at posts, kind of like just kind of learning, researching, yeah. unlearning to learn again. Yeah. So it was just yeah. like, yeah. And it just steamrolled. Yeah. And here I am. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's so it's so dope because, you know, I and and I, I mentioned this to you for, for me, my journey, I was I attached my identity to everything that was like wanting to get the acceptance from my family, right? So, yeah. so like going to church and I went to a private school, so you gotta get good grades there and <laughs> you know, predominantly white school, yeah. black kid, yeah. athlete. Okay, dude, you gotta excel in this, right? And so <laughs> all of that without really uh be, like I'm wearing a shirt that says be present. So mm. all these things that we're doing, I'm never enjoying the present moment. I'm, I was always forecasting, okay, well, I'm doing this now so that years down the line I can get whatever material yeah, yeah. acceptance is, right? And so when I was in a relationship with my son's mother, when we split yeah. um, Turquoise Isaac, yeah. it was a reevaluation. Like where, you know, I, I've, I've stayed faithful. I put myself in, in a position to think that i was spiritually rooted enough to get whatever it is i need but you mm-hmm. know we're, we're taught that yeah you're gonna have to go through it you're gonna have to struggle yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. we're used to wrapping our mind around struggle that we can't even see the light to get us where we need to go yeah, right yeah, and so yeah. when i was stripped down i'm like man where do i go from here and i was picking up books right like the wallace waddles and thoughts are things and the secret and yeah, that yeah. really took me down a rabbit hole of like okay there is much more than the things that we currently see. Or let to believe is there, you know? Yes, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. it's a program. And, and, and yeah, I think at this point, when, when you and I have conversations and we're able to be on that frequency that people are attracted to just being in that energy and learning and gleaning yeah. from that love, it's like, why don't they teach a 
just a little about yeah, that. just a little, yeah, yeah. Not saying change the whole structure. No, just no, just little. kind of bring something in so people can be like, oh, okay, this is something I haven't heard before. Yeah, kind of yeah. like you do with your daughter. Like, yeah. hey, let them, let us choose. Yeah, you don't have to completely program us, and then when it doesn't work out, everybody's in an upheaval trying to figure it out. Then you throw in the chaos of what's going on, and how how yeah. how do you find yourself, right? And so the spiritual like this journey that we're on that's why i always share with people because it's you know beyond what you see there's something else yeah you know and like you said for your mom to come back and to give you the okay to go <laughs> yeah. ahead and i go was on. like what yeah. but you know i was like okay cool like that's the person i'm gonna listen to yeah like if she tells me something i'm gonna do it yeah so that was kind of like spirit knew i needed it but i also my soul knew i needed it as well even though i was like dealing with the human layers that was on top of it so yeah. it was just kind of like oh okay okay yeah this is cool i like this so it, it kind of just steamrolled into everything and i was just like wow this is amazing but it's funny because um the programming is a a real thing like it just i don't know it's just like we're constantly getting it and it's like what's real and what's fake right. anymore right. and this is like trying to figure out in this lifetime how much can we unlearn so we can learn the truth, you know? Um, and it's just, we're never going to get it all in one lifetime. Yeah. Um, we've done well. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've done all right. We've done I mean, all right. <laughs> to, to, be, to be at this age, you know, I'm 42, yeah. right? And so a lot of times, and I talk with my niece, she's, she's 29, yeah. Ryan. Shout out, Rylan. I love you. She, <laughs> there's, a, there's a thing, and I was reading an article about age, right? How people, when it comes to age and there's certain, oh, when you're, 18 when you're 21 yeah. when you're 25 for insurance when you're 30 when you're 40 and everybody's like oh my god so she, she's like I, I don't want to be 30 but it's like what does that even really mean yeah it's, it, it doesn't mean it's, it's time's an illusion human age is not real so like you're fine yeah <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, just just let it go and just be and yeah. just live be right? present as your t-shirt says. yeah be yeah. present because yeah. one of the things when it comes to age and i have a lot of vietnamese friends my friend um they actually calculate age from when you're in the womb. Okay. So, you know, so it's like an extra year, really. Oh, wow. And so, you know, if you, you take into account I'm 42, really I'll be 43. And like yeah. a Vietnamese, you know what I mean? That's what my friend shared with me. So it's like, who set the standard for yeah, yeah, age? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You know what I mean? Everyone's so, just making up their red rules. Right, yeah. right, right, <laughs> right. And a lot of the readings, you know, it's space-time versus time-space. And yeah. I will dive into that. But that's like... When you realize that there's an infinite amount of time, then there's a long present moment if you allow your consciousness to go in and out of that. Hence why we have the senses of deja vu and we yeah. have these different premonitions and things, right? So everything's kind of happening at the same time. Yes. So like my past life is actually happening while this present life is happening. So it's just like there's no like... Oh, your past life happened in the past. Yeah, and right. Like, your present is like right, right now, now, and, and then your future lifetime is like over there. It's like no, like they're all. It's not like back and forth. Like that. It's and like it, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and we think that this is a life, the linear, right? Yeah. But it's not. Like it's you said, all it's... happening at the same time. It's yeah. just like you know, just like with like the solar system and how like we're told how orbits happen. Technically, it doesn't necessarily happen like that. So is but that's a whole different thing. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. But like people don't get it. They're just like, oh yeah, like um, oh um, NASA went to the moon or they went to this planet and this is what it looks like. It's like yeah, but <laughs> and, who, and who's the no? You know, yeah, who's the I, no? how am I gonna like? 
you know, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just like people are just like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's how it is, and that's fine. Yeah. Like no one questions, no one doubts it, no one's like, you know what? Let me go and see. No, but you know what I mean. It's yeah. just kind of like I don't know. People just and you said something that's interesting in terms of questioning. Yeah. Definitely. How did you initially like not not you but just in scientists right when yeah. you're starting to discover things? Is the world flat or is it round? What is the orbits like? You had to question something first. Yeah. So then you question, you do your observations, your research, whatever, and you get to what this is currently for your understanding. Then everybody rallies around that, and this is what it is. And then as new stuff comes out, you you know a lot of the experts want to you know dissuade. You're like, no, 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 it can't be. But it's like, but wait a minute. Yeah. You had to have some curiosity that stoked your or inspired you to figure this out. Now we have new generations of people wanting to reevaluate, but you want to shut that down. Mm-hmm. And that's across everything, whether it's re- religion, whether it's science. Mm-hmm. But wait a minute. Everything started from a curiosity. So yeah. I want somebody else to cur- curious to see if there's something new. You want to shut that down and make them seem like they're quacks or they, you, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just, and that br- that adds to the programming of, you know, this is just one way the powers yeah. that be want it. And it's like, what? What are we doing? <laughs> but also, like, it, it raises the point of, like, how children are the best examples of this. So they're the ones that are curious. They're the ones that are always asking why. <laughs> they're the ones that are always yeah. asking questions. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And it's like, cool. Like, it also makes us, to the best souls, it will make us kind of question ourselves mm-hmm. in order to be like, okay, maybe this way of thinking isn't right. Yeah. Maybe I need to, because they're questioning me on this and I maybe not know the answer or my answer is not really healthy or it's kind of very humanistic. So it's like, well, how do I open up and expand and like find the truth in that? But like children are great for like just going for the jugular Mm -hmm. and just asking the questions. And then if you don't have an answer for it, it's like you have to either find an answer or you have to research to find the real truth. So um, I think sometimes as parents, we just kind of give an answer that satisfies that moment. Yeah. And we don't always like go deeper, but then we leave them with that. And then when it formulates something later on in life, you're like, oh no, (laughs) (laughs) why did I do this? Yeah, (laughs) but it's kind of like um, the curiosity and the questioning is really, really important. And it's great that children do that. It's like we can learn so much from them if we just... um, connected to our inner child but also just connected to the sense of child in ge- yeah. <laughs> like childlike play childlike curiosity yeah. childlike energy yeah. like I have a friend and um, she's pretty awesome and I was talking to her recently well when I first met her I said like you have like a playful energy like a childlike energy but it was never a negative thing it was like the best thing but it was like spirit was telling me like Childlike energy, childlike energy. I was like, okay. But I was like, but I I want you to know, like, in society, it's a negative thing to tell an adult they're like a child. That's the mean. But with her, it's like, no, like, this is a cool thing. Like, you need to, like, keep with this because this is a vibe and I love it. And it brings out my Mm -hmm. childlike energy as well Mm -hmm. because I see what I am at the same time. So, like, we were were saying, like, we're mirrors to each other, you know? So, um, souls that come into your life can mirror something that you have or kind of help you to expand into something you're supposed to be. Yeah. So, you know, you just don't know. But it's just like, um, 
it's okay to be a big kid. Like, I, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I'm the kind of person I'll, I'll if it's raining, I'll just like just go barefoot in in the grass in my backyard and just run into the rain. Like, if I'm going for a walk in the rain. I'm not scared of the rain. I'm just like, oh, I'm in nature. This yeah. is cool. If I get wet, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? So it's just like you kind of have to throw yourself like, like throw yourself to the, to nature, to the wind, to whatever, mm-hmm. whatever that saying is. And it's just like you just kind of have to just be open to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like uh, people aren't. And even with like children, like I've taught my, I've taught my daughter Lily to like uh, to see weird as like a very cool thing a very positive thing, a very, um, yeah, just something really cool. So um, whenever I'm like, you're weird, it's not a negative thing. It's yeah. always like, nah, that's cool. Like, yeah. You're, yeah, like, you're cool. Like, we're all weird. Like, like do you know what I mean? We're all unique. We're all, yeah, so like, that's something that I've taught her that has kind of come from spirituality, but it's just kind of come from, it kind of has because I see myself as a spiritual outsider mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways. I'm very unique. I'm very rare. And it's kind of like, because I know that, it's like, I want her to embrace that going through life so that she accepts it in herself and understands it in herself. So if anyone tells her different, like, oh, you're weird. And she's like, okay. Okay, cool. And what? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, weird yeah. is cool. Like, you know, I, I have, I'm not offended by this. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like things like that kind of help as well. But um, it just reminds me that the energy of the environment and the people around you can affect children. Yes. And it's like, I'm... I work really hard on being a positive energy or an energy that is helpful and as healthy as it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not perfect, not trying to be, yeah. but um, that's my kind of focus. So I know like if I'm stressed or if I'm anxious or if I'm fearful, that passes on. So I, it's not like I avoid being that. It's more like I need to focus on what is healthy to pass yeah. on yeah so i'm the person that loves to laugh loves to smile loves to be silly loves to be goofy just like having fun and just chilling like that's just me that's what i do yeah and that's what i want to give to a child that's still in their childhood yeah i'm not trying to make them grow up quickly but unfortunately society does that so i can only do so much yeah but i'm trying to do um you're doing amazing i'm doing i'm doing doing. i'm not trying i'm doing yeah you're doing so yeah Yeah. so but i I feel like society always puts that pressure on you as a dad you gotta do this you gotta do that but i'm just like for me i kind of compare it to and i've talked about this before uh my dad left me when i was younger uh when i was like a year old so i technically have always played um mind games with that and said if i can get past a year of fatherhood then Mm. i've I've succeeded Mm. i've done well we were talking about defining mm-hmm. success. That's a defining success for mm-hmm. me. So um, a- every day after that is a bonus. And every day after that is like, okay, well, what can I do today? So it's, I look at things in a different way. It's kind of like I'm playing that mind game on myself, but it's helping me. Yeah. So it's just like, and that's no shade to my dad. Like my dad's great. He's amazing. But he also has his own stuff yeah. that he isn't ready to deal with. Yeah. And it's like, it's got nothing to do with me. And I have to like, I've had to like, work very very hard on letting that go so like yes we're talking about fatherhood as me as a dad to a daughter but i also came from a dad so i i've had to deal with those issues because of my daughter Mm -hmm. so like she's a mirror to like certain things but then also just my experiences with the podcast 
with friends, conversations, insights, realizations that have kind of come in because I'm more spiritually awakened, that's forced me to go deeper and do some some shadow work and do some kind of like digging and confronting into things. And that's kind of got me to a point of like, all right, what were the things from my dad that I, (laughs) I mean, so it's just like, whoa. Like, and there was, um, like a couple months ago, um, I messaged him. He lives in Iran. I messaged him and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try. I've basically, I had a, a journey years ago where I actually, um, found him in Iran, like not physically, but like online and stuff like that. And I got to talk to him through like a translator and stuff like that. And it was pretty cool. And I updated on, on, you know, my life and the family and my mum passing away and stuff like that, you know, stuff he didn't know. And it was really cool. And it was like, uh, I wanted to like go into like, I'm going to try my hardest to find my dad. All eggs in one basket. I'm just going to try it and see what happens. And I was glad it happened. And spirit gave me that um, opportunity to do that. Gave me some closure and some peace. But then I I have his number and then I tried to reach out to him on WhatsApp and he read the messages, but he eventually like blocked me. And I was like, he's really just like used to rejecting me. So it's just like, it's like, okay. But then it's like, okay, well now I can't take it personally. I just have to kind of let go because that's his comfortability. That's Mm -hmm. what he's used to doing. There's a lot of fear there. There's a lot of energy that is like working against what he truly wants to do. Um, and he has his own family now. Like, you know, I have two half siblings that are obviously younger than me. Um, but it's just kind of like, okay, well, now I know this. And that allows me to kind of talk more freely about my dad and talk uh, in poetry about my dad and um, just kind of come to terms with things. You're like, you know what? It is what it is. If he if he feels like you can reach out to me, he can. If he doesn't, he doesn't. But I tried my hardest. I did what I did. And it's up to him now. I've got to let him. Yeah, you know, and that's a very hard um, realization to come to because it's like, as a child, you always want your parents around you, so you're just like, all right, <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, dad, like you know, and it's just like I have to let go of that. I have to kind of be like, yeah, my soul chose these parents for this lifetime, but yeah. sadly, I also chose this experience. So here we are yeah you know <laughs> yeah. And, and, and and i love that you just just said that how you know we we chose our parents because from a spiritual realm like spirit always is energy always is always was it can never be destroyed right and so no. i think a lot of times parents even my parents they think that even in uh redirecting us they want to remind us that we came through them. But I'm like, yo, you got it wrong because... <laughs> like, yeah, but no. But no, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You should be thankful that you were chosen as a vessel for another being, spiritual being to come To come through, through yeah. Right? Yeah, and so, definitely. you know, with, with your situation in terms of not having your father, like, my parents were there. Yeah. But it was a, like, the emotional coherence, that understanding of what each one of us needed yeah. to, to urge us on, right? So growing up wanting to always have that acceptance right my my father didn't grow up in a household full of love so he yeah. had his way of rearing he and i didn't shoot basketball together or throw the ball together but guess what he put me in every single basketball camp every single league that he could yeah all that sort of stuff and then he and i kind of bumped heads with regard to when i was playing basketball how he was um either constructive with criticism or not. So that we kind of bumped heads with that. So I'm saying that to say now as a father, yeah. 
I realized how that made me feel. Mm. And I could easily go down the route of doing the exact same thing because yeah. of the programming. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, well, no, I didn't like how that felt. I'm going to give credence to it and honor that he loved me in his way. But I'm going to make sure that I'm aware spiritually to give you know, my 22-year-old Simone, yeah. what she needed. My son, Hunter, who's 12, yeah. and baby girl, right? Yeah. So it's being able to have that spiritual awareness that even though we had to grow from what our parents showed us, we can still give credit that if we hadn't gone through that, we wouldn't be spiritually rooted and be able to give to our kids like we can. Yeah, You know, where so many... Families continue that trend that you know generational curse of just this is how it is. This is the program, and they just yep, keep, just keep following, keep and, following, yeah. keep following, en- enabling that pattern. Yeah, enabling the pattern, and it's not about enabling. Yeah. It's about we can be the change if we just yes. say no. That's not right. I'm gonna <laughs> change. It. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, that's not healthy. I'm gonna kind of do something different. And sometimes, like the things that we do are diff- that are different, uh, it may not work out. But the thing is, is that we don't know until we try. So we kind of have to like what's happened before if that's not worked or it hasn't really helped you or the soul that it's pertaining to then it's like well this soul can technically look at it reevaluate and be like let's try it this way (laughs) or let's do this this might be a better pattern let's see what happens here and um, every soul that comes into this that comes into a lifetime um, has the opportunity to do that and that's powerful it's just like if we all just realize that, then it would be so much simpler. So much, yeah. <laughs> it would be so much simpler. It's like what is happening? But um, but yeah, it's just like why don't we just kind of come to terms with that? Yeah, you know. But, yeah, know. And, and along your journey, you know, as you said, you've been on the spinoff journey for three mm. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three years. When that. So, it's all a blur. It's honestly, it's, a blur. it's, it's, it's all a blur. Yeah. Was it 2017? Was it 2018? Was it 2019? I know I had my mushroom trip in 2019. Okay. I feel like everything kind of started in 2018 though. So yeah, I feel like it is. But it feels like it's kind of been, I don't know. It's, it feels like it's a blur. It feels like it's been going on for much longer than it has been. And with you, <laughs> with, with you saying that, right? Yeah. As, as you start to, because the time... It, it doesn't matter. It, it, it becomes just yeah. Irrelevant. I know human age and, right? and time or whatever, but you know, just no. But as <laughs> but as you go deeper, I feel as though time is blurred even more. Like yeah. the the life cycles begin to blend as your awareness becomes as you go that much deeper. Right, yeah. you get substance from sharing and growing and going. Do do you feel that way? Is though like we're, as we're talking about? Hey, how long ago it was? As <laughs> yeah. you continue to go deeper, it seems that much more blurred. Like I feel like now that I'm spiritually awakened, and this is like a very recent insight. Um, I feel like things have blurred. I feel like sometimes my childhood was closer than I realized. Or <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. just, I don't know. It's just weird. It's like the experiences that I've had, they feel far away, yeah. but they feel very close. So it's just kind of like, again, that's kind of something where it's like, then the time is irrelevant because how can I talk about experiences like they've just happened? And it's like, okay, like I know my memory is good and that's fine, but it's just like, how is that? Like this, like when I found my dad, that was like maybe like eight years ago, but I remember it like it was just like (laughs) yesterday. Do you know what I mean? Like the, 
the, the blocking on, on WhatsApp that happened two months ago, but it feels like it happened last week. Yeah. So, like, it's just yeah. kind of like um, my mum passed away. She passed away, like, 21 years ago, but, it, like, it feels very current. Yeah. So there's just a lot of things, and especially, like, with, like, I remember, like, when I was five years old and I was, like, reading newspapers and watching the news, I was just, like, really avid into that, avidly into it. Yeah. And that feels very recent. Like, it's just yeah. weird. It's just like, you Brain know. can't tell the difference. Yeah. Brain can't. And then when you're in that spirit, it's like, you're, you just you're able to recall. stuff. Yeah. And then those, those emotions come just as real as it happened, like you said. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, You know, in, in your journey, how did you get to the point of, when that snowball started to accumulate and get big, how did you come to the point, like, you know what? I need to create this platform. Cameron. I love the name, by the way. Cameron. <laughs> After getting to know you, I was like, that is brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. Okay, so there's a there's a bit of background to it. Like I've I've mentioned it on the podcast before. Yeah. Like, um, but I'll just you know for the listeners. Yeah. Um. So yeah. you know my listeners are your listeners, man. I know. Gotta, just... know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, Camrats was officially launched in April of this year. Um, Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. I'm just grateful that people listen. So I'm just yeah. happy and. I don't know, like, the podcast is, like, another avenue of direct spiritual channeling. So, anytime I do it, I just feel very content and relaxed and calm and happy. Yeah. Even if it's, like, I haven't done it in a while and I feel rusty or I'm kind of, like, I wonder where the conversation's going to go with this guest. I want it to go well. I just kind of, um, I talk to spirit and I just say, guide my words, guide my energy, let it be a good one. I'll let it go. Yeah. And then usually everything's fine. Yeah. So it's just like, you just have to surrender to it. But how it kind of came about. So the name Camrants, obviously it's a pun on my name. Um, that kind of came out. It's so weird. So um, me and um, a good friend of mine, a good guy friend of mine um, in the UK. Um, he's he's kind of like a brother and a best friend to me. Yeah. So like we were talking and he's very good with puns. And I'm very good with puns as well. And we, we have a very good humor. And we were talking and like, I usually I tend to go on tangents um, like I was in the past, but like now it's a bit more structured. But mm-hmm. um, I tend to go off on like passionate rants. Yeah. Like things that I want to say, I'm like, like and I'm just like flowing in it. And he was like, yeah, like oh, Cameron and his rants and stuff like that. Mm. And I was like, cool. And I think we kind of, he either came up with it or I we came up with it together and we just kind of started labeling, like, oh yeah, Camerants or like whatever. And it was like a name that I had. I was like, it's a brilliant pun and I want to use it somehow. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder how I'm going to use it. And then um, how the podcast came about was um, I had a distant cousin who I was good friends with. We don't talk anymore, but we uh, were good friends. Uh, we were both on spiritual journeys and she... Um, was launching a podcast and she asked me to be the first guest so i was the first guest and she was using anchor to do it <laughs> and uh we recorded the episode it went really really well and this and the other um after that we uh basically kind of lost touch we split up or whatever it is like the friendship stopped yeah. um because of that the episode never came out and um but she told me like about anchor and said you should start a podcast podcast would be really cool for you you would be really good at it this and the other and i was like okay and then i just kind of looked into anchor and i was like this is pretty easy (laughs) i was like this is amazing yeah so i was just like okay um 
So I was just kind of like um, thinking about it and I just kind of came up with ideas. I was originally going to do it as an Instagram live series, but it just didn't seem viable. And I was very hesitant on it because I was like, how am I going to start it? How is this going to work? Are there going to be tech issues? Am I going to be able to save the stuff? I don't know. Yeah. And then that cousin came in with the podcast idea and I was like, mm, okay. And basically, um, I, I was like, okay, cool. Let's try and see if we can make this a podcast. So I was just formulating everything and writing stuff down. So everything is like from me. Like no one's giving me any ideas. So however the podcast is, that's all me. Yeah. I wanted to put poetry in it because I'm very good at poetry. Don't pull it. Yeah. And um and I I wanted to use it as a way to like generate material. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, um and then also um with the the cam randoms as well. That's another pun. Yeah. Um the cam random thing is something I've always had, and I've actually used it on like a I had like an old like WordPress website. And I used it as like a section, like cam randoms, just random facts about me. So I brought that in from the second episode onwards. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I need to get people to like know me so they feel like they're getting to know me. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. Random things that it would never come up in conversation that they'll know, that I can tell them about me. Yeah. Um, and then um, I was doing a meditation um, at home. And I was sitting on this idea of cam rants, but I hadn't started it. Doing a meditation. And then um, Spirit was just like, in meditation you're supposed to observe your thoughts uh, but spirit was like these thoughts you're going to be thinking about and you're going to be activating them basically spirit was like start the podcast start the podcast start yeah. the podcast don't be scared I know you're trying to figure out the right guess who to start with and spirit was like start the podcast do an episode by yourself so it was a solo dola episode it's about 40 minutes long and I just riffed I made some notes about what I wanted to mention. I just kind of opened it up about me and I started it and I was like, okay, well now I have a podcast. I need to do something. I can't just like sit on yeah. it. So that's what kind of steamrolled it. And then I think June was the next episode. Um, and it was the first one with a guest. I was nervous because it was like the first guest. Yeah. It went really, really well. We talked about racial inequality. It was like, what? Um, and it was really cool because I was able to bring spiritual elements into it and it was yeah. like really cool. And then that was it. And that's kind of how it was born. And then it's, I've just been um, just being malleable to the podcast and just um, refining it yeah. as best as possible. And it, to me, I love listening to my podcast. I'm, yeah. I'm fired. Like, um, I can't wait to listen to this one, see how it sounds. But um, That's going to sound amazing. Yeah, but I'm I'm excited and it's just like, it's just a really good avenue and a good outlet. And it really helps people. Yeah. Um, and it gets people thinking and it gets people... I've had some really good feedback. Um, I have people that like generally do like listening, like to every episode as best as possible. I got people. I, someone sent me like you know when they do the Spotify rap thing. Yeah. Someone was like, "Yeah, you're on my top five podcasts." I was like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> me." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Wow, this is sublime." Yeah. I didn't even think this was a real thing, but I was like, "Yeah." So I was like, "That's cool." And then um, just and because I started in April, so it was like very late anyway. So it's just like you know that's pretty cool. And I've only done like eight episodes. Yeah. So the fact that I'm, I'm on your top five, I'm like, this is wild. Um, but yeah, no, it's just a blessing. I'm just like really appreciative of it, and I'm grateful for the the platform. I'm grateful that I was able to create it, and that spirit gave me the tools and the I don't know the insights, the realizations, the the information to make it what it is. Yeah, and that's just powerful in itself. I'm just like wow, like I never ever thought I would have a podcast, but 
now that I have it, it makes all the sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes complete sense. Yeah, when you know when you know how it fits, like you just know. Yeah. I, I say the same thing. I never would have imagined or dreamed that I would ever have a platform where yeah, I'm talking to people or I'm having I'm sitting and having conversations with yeah. people and people are like, yo, what you said, the conversation man was so it changed my life or it gave me insight or it gave me or made me reshape and this and i'm and i'm sure you have this too yeah like from people that are in their 18s 19s 20s to people like in their 60s yeah right and so for me and i've shared this before it was me wanting to start a course to help fathers right yeah yeah and and i mentioned that yeah yeah you did yeah, yeah but then i'm like as I was getting some coaching, they were like, oh, you need social proof in order to really sell your course. I'm yeah. like, well, I really only help me, so don't want to spend the money to try to get, you know, ad spend to try to get people to just recognize me. Yeah, like, yeah. Nah, let me just go back and go back to my core and just talk to people. Yeah. Talk about the journey. Yeah. Right? Like, we were talking about your locks, man, and, yeah. I, <laughs> and, and I had mine for eight years. Yeah. And it started from a breakup. And I yeah. needed to go, and I really needed just to do the self-work and evaluate my self-worth. And so yeah. the locks, they were living, breathing, tangible. Like, this is my energy. These are my these are my antennas growing. Yeah. And as I, was, as I was going deeper into my spirituality, that was the representation of it, yeah. you know, for me. And then when you get to a point, it's like, okay, well, what's the next step, right? Because in this journey, I'm going down this path. At some point, you're going to have to go. You're going to have options to go here or there. Do I want to stay where you're at, or do you need to yeah. grow? Yeah. Yeah. So what what actually was the the what made you grow your hair? (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah. I was like, what question is he coming with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Lux. Um Because I'm my assumption is that it's a there's a spiritual component. Yes, there is a spiritual component. Right, yeah. There's a spiritual component to it, but as I've said, I'm a people person, so Mm -hmm. I listen to what people say and people are like, Yeah, that'll be so I was always thinking like my hair grows really quickly and I can grow it out well and I was like what do I want to do with it? Like, do I want to... So I started doing, like, twists and other things like that. And I was like, okay, this is cool. And I was like, I might be able to get to a point where I'm, like, growing locks. And then I was asking a bunch of people, people that had locks, people that were just like, what do you think? And they were like, yeah, like, it might suit you. Like, you you might be cool yeah. with it. And I was like, okay. And it was like, it just felt like... With the spiritual component as well, it's like I saw people with locks. I saw how they were, how free they were. I was like, this is cool. Like, I like that. Like, yeah. how can I get to that? And I was just like, okay. And I was just like, cool, let's do it. Yeah. But it took me a while to get to a point where I was like, cool. Because I was very apprehensive. It was, when things are new and it's a new experience, I usually kind of overthink. So I would be like, can I do this? Will I be able to do it well? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, I've got my scalp isn't the best. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So it's just like, you All know, the things we tell ourselves, right? Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, you know what? Like, I, I have to start. So I basically got someone to start the process for me and then I've just been doing it. I've had it for like just over a year now. Nice. So, um, yeah. It just made sense. It was just kind of like, yeah. I just seemed so sure about it. Yeah. Where it was just like, okay. Yeah. So it was, it was just weird, but, yeah. um, yeah, it just feels very natural and um, it feels very me. And I know there's energy in here, there's energy in us. And it's just like, I like the energy I have. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I like the locks. So I'll keep it as long as I need to. And then 
you know. And also, I've got like a big head, so like anytime <laughs> I have more hair, it kind of kind of kind of <laughs> yeah, it kind of suits the head a little bit more. So um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I remember going up in church. You know, the story of Samson, right? Him yeah, 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 with the strength for the hair. And yeah, yeah, and so yeah. when I remember, I, I, I had uh, on Instagram for a while, I would do like. Hashtag Samsung. I mean, that's Samsung. Samson yeah. Chronicles. Because my hair was long, right? Yeah, and so yeah. I was like, man, there really was... I found a strength in mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And not only that, like going through private school and I was always clean cut. Yeah. Always, always clean cut. Yeah, and so yeah. also being a rebel, I'm like, well, I need to find me. And I had my identity attached to so many different things. Of course. That I was like, you know what? Forget what anybody else is saying, thinking this is me. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just go down this journey and see what... What's yeah. what? And when yeah, people yeah. see me, they're like, but you were just always so clean cut. You were always, you were always, but was that really truly me? Yeah. And <laughs> you're not attached to the hairstyle anyway. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? So if I want to f- do this today, I'll do it. If you know, like women change their hair all the time. All the time. And no one says anything. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, why can't we do the same thing? Do the same thing. Why yeah. Just... It's like, you know, even if it's like a, you know, like them, um, when they do the hair stuff and they add like the, extensions yeah the extensions or like with people that have short hair and they like need the what is it the hair piece or yeah the hair the, yeah, the yeah, hand yeah, yeah. The hair plugs yeah 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 <laughs> so it's just like if people want to do that they could do that you know if people want to change their body they could change their body if they want to change their hairstyle they can change their hairstyle like who are we yeah yeah you mentioned something earlier when you're talking about uh how in your meditation yes. how spirit came to you and and normally we observe yeah <laughs> and i and i share with people meditation is a way for you to get into that mindset and really like get down to the foundation and just let spirit talk to you. Right. And so I'm at a point now when I go into meditation, it's more about like a mental rehearsal without me having to toil with things. I'm given so many downloads and given so many pictures, like in terms of what to talk about on the podcast, right. And who I should bring on and what I should share and how I should, how I can structure it. Okay, cool. When, um, would you say, because you say you've been meditating for... Okay, on for and off. I'm not... <laughs> please understand, I'm not the best with meditation. I kind of just go with the flow. I do what I want. So I'm, I'm more of like a prayer type person. Okay. So like I'm, I will kind of like pray in the car for safe travels. I will uh, pray like uh, gratitude for what I've got. Yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. With the meditation, sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. But I know that... Um, with energy never dies as we said but also the connection with spirit is always there it's just about what we do to enhance it replenish it whatever we're doing with it so um, that's the cool thing so like with readings when I do like my oracle card readings yeah um, I don't get to do them all the time because it's more about the interest of people and I do it freely like it's donation based and I just ask for reviews. That's all it is. Yeah. And whenever I get to do a reading, I always feel a bit rusty, but I'm always reminded, Oh, like me and spirit are good. We're yeah. fine. We're yeah. good. I technically don't need the cards, but I like having the cards. Yeah. So, um, so it's pretty cool. Like I did, um, a birth, a birthday reading for a friend last week. And it was like, so spot on that she was just really happy about it. And yeah. I was like, great. And I was like, this is cool. And it was funny because like, when I'm shuffling cards, I always like, something will come out of like, this is jokes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just like, yeah, because it's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Or yeah. this, that, and the other, or this, that, and the other. And then I rearranged the cards in order to read it in a in a better way where it's kind of like, it's a sentence and a paragraph instead of just like 
randomly scattering them around. Oh, and um, yeah, but that's kind of like my. I hate to say like it's like my Libra sign, but like it's just like there's an aspect of Libra that is very, uh, very much about um, the aesthetics, how things look, look yeah. moving things around to make sure. So I mean, so I do that pictures. Yeah, I see in pictures, so I can you saying that I see I can see you putting the cards and when you said sentence right so yeah, yeah. you're the the cards have the words and meaning and when you're putting them i visually can see you putting them so it's yeah. like a sentence so yeah so yeah yeah so like for example like with this is kind of like a, what I, a little tidbit of what i do so like the cards will come out and if i see um there's like a card that's kind of like oh this is like a, something to do with teaching or this is something to do with third eye so I'll, or this is something to do with the heart the heart will go somewhere in the middle the third eye will kind of go here if there's something that's kind of like divine protection or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of like I'll put that above. Okay. Or, yeah, so like whatever the premier card is, I'll either have it in the center or I'll have it at the top. Um, but every reading's different, so it all changes. Yeah. But like I'm able to kind of be like, oh yeah, because if there's two cards that are very similar, kind of saying the same thing or repeating the same thing, I'll yeah. put them together. Yeah. Or, so it just all reads in that kind of. It's a very. When I do it, it's very easy, very natural to me. But like to explain it to someone, they're like, uh, "What?" Yeah. But um, it makes sense and it works, and it allows me to either type out the um, the messages from the reading and focus on what needs to be said because not everything on the card needs to be focused on. Uh-huh. You know, like I can read out the whole thing, like, "Oh, it says this," and it says da 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 da. But like only one sentence of that might make sense. I don't even open the guidebook to look at the stuff. Only if I'm ever like pushed to do it. Yeah. But that rarely happens. I've maybe done it like once or twice. Yeah. Every everything is like cards, flow. I love it. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. But that's how I am, and that's what my soul is like, because it comes across anytime I do a podcast. It's come across today, and it's just like it just is what it is. Yeah. How, <laughs> how did how did you get? I to, think I asked you a question. I can't no, 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 no. Well, well here, here, here's the thing. Yeah. Like, with me, yeah. it's let's go off in flight, <laughs> right? And so that's uh, it, again, like you're you living in your spiritual gifts and being aware of that. Mm-hmm. How did you realize? On your show, I talked about healing for the first time. Yes, actually, on air, right? And so, yeah, I had that. I've been. I was holding that. I'm like. Yeah, I'm going to give that to you. Yeah, that was, that I appreciate was it. Yeah, of course. It was so, good. with you, how did you come into your awareness? Like, on your spiritual journey, Yeah. when did you become aware that your gifts in tarot reading? Because, you know, some people out there, psychic readings, tarot readings, that's like taboo. Like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, voodoo, yeah, yeah. or oh, that's witchcraft, or oh, that's this. But it's so much deeper. It's just people that are, they're gifts, right? And this is an expression of it. How did you realize and come to, you know, in your spiritual journey, like, ah, uh, I have a knack for natural. This is my gift. Like, how did you come to that? So I would say in terms of knowing the gift and realizing I had it, that was a this year thing. Very recent. But in terms of looking at my qualities mm-hmm. and what I do well, um, I think I've just always known that I could. So basically, um, I'm very observant and I'm very analytical. And because of that, I'm able to flow in speech and words so i can sense energy and i can tell someone about themselves (laughs) basically based on what i'm receiving and what i'm seeing and i'm able to analyze it and just give it out um so i knew that was something um i think that kind of helped me to know that i'm clairvoyant okay uh because basically 
that's clairvoyance really. yeah just observing and analyzing yeah <laughs> so like, okay um and then um this year i was talking to uh one of my british medium friends and he told me he did a mediumship exercise on me and he basically was like which i'm gonna do this exercise on you and it will tell me what your strongest clear sense is mm. so in my head i'm like clairvoyance because i know i've got clairvoyance right, right. and i have a little bit of um clear audience as well i'll get a lot of ear ringing and um when i'm in an environment that's a bit crazy the noise can overwhelm me as in especially when the energy is off so i'm just like Ugh. so those are the things i get with the clear audience um but yeah i did the exercise with him and he was like uh, you're clear cognizant and I was like what <laughs> he's like yeah he's like no it's your strongest sense mm. and I was like really he was like yeah and I was like cool so obviously like clear cognizance is more like an inner knowing mm-hmm. you just know mm-hmm. like if someone asks you a question you're just like yeah it's that and like do you know why Not, yeah. it just is what it is yeah. it's what it is yeah. like, what else do you want yeah. me to say so like um, so that was something that I realised this year um, there was an old um, friend who um she was the one that connected me to mediumship we don't talk any anymore um but basically basically um i'm an activating force um i'm also a trigger for people (laughs) and um i've been blocked by so many people it's (laughs) hilarious and i love it because it's like i know i'm supposed to be in that person's life for a reason for a season and then whatever spirit's like nah he dips me out yeah because i'm divinely protected and i'm divinely guided so it's just like i my human self gets a bit sad it's like again like why like i didn't do anything but then my spiritual side goes like you know what i probably got saved from something (laughs) so and that's usually what happens so i'm just like yeah whether we want to acknowledge it or not yeah exactly so um uh, she was someone that kind of um uh, she did like a free reading on me um, told me about like relatives and stuff like you know deceased relatives and stuff and it was really cool and then um, she basically was like you've got mediumship abilities and I was like oh really and she was like yeah I did it, I did some exercises with her and it just validated everything and it was funny because it catered to my clear cognizance and I didn't realise it at the time until yeah. my British medium friend told me something so um, that's kind of how I started with the mediumship gift the um, the card readings um, kind of started from that person because she was like oracle cards are a good way to connect to mediumship so like I would advise you to get a deck so because of her I was able to get a deck um, and then I had that deck I've only got one deck that's the only deck I use <laughs> and I'm really connected to it I love yeah. it um, and that's kind of I just kind of got the balls to be like let's give some readings to people. So I gave a reading to my wife and it was really good for her. She still has it saved on her phone and stuff like that. And, um, it was just a three card pool, very simple. And from then I was like, okay, I could probably do this. Like I could actually do this like for other people. But my wife was the first one I did it with. And then it's just been steamrolling since. Yeah. But I didn't start the Oracle card readings until, I don't know. It might've been like June. Like, okay. really, really recent this year. Okay. So, um, yeah. But, like, that's kind of how I've connected to certain things. But um, it's all been recent. Yeah. But um, I'm just grateful to 
have the awareness that I have the gifts um, and that I can use them. With the mediumship stuff, I'm, I haven't really been able to fully use it, yeah. but I know it's something that I have. So the fact that I even know in this lifetime that I have it, big. Yeah. So I'm just yeah. like, okay, what will happen will happen and when things are supposed to happen, they will. There's a tendency to rush things because I'm human. Um, but also I have to acknowledge the pace. Yeah, and just be like, okay, cool. Like, if if I feel I want to learn some more stuff or I want to delve deeper, then I know I can do that. Yeah, but I'm not gonna rush myself and stuff like that. Also, like, I feel like I could probably do Reiki as well, but I haven't got to that point yet. Um, so I feel like there's a lot of things that we can do. It just depends on what we're open to doing and what we're accepting ourselves to do. Yes, so, perfectly, yeah. perfectly said. One yeah. one thing that you touched on, and, and a couple times when you have been introduced to something from somebody and then they happen to <laughs> transition out of your life right yeah. so every time with, every time with healing right i had a i had a friend of mine who i'd known for years and and whenever i was injured he could put his hand wherever and alleviate that yeah right and so he gave me some breathing exercises and kind of shared with me you know he and i are no longer i haven't talked to him since probably 2012 2013 yeah. so it's just interesting how <laughs> when we are brought to a place yeah of taking us to another level in this existence and even then, though yeah. that person yeah even though that person was huge like i wouldn't yeah. necessarily be without him and experiencing that yeah. but there's no and that's just how how it is right so yeah. i wanted to comment on it and also it's one true. of the reasons i was so excited to have you on here is because yeah. you take action uh, i appreciate that I think and you thanks. have right yeah, that's not my, my show's it. predicated on mindset habits and routines to yeah. take action and yeah. the only way that you can understand it is it by taking action how yeah. do you get to having good judgment or, or or being able to uh make better decisions you gotta make bad ones yeah definitely right? yeah and it's the thing is is like with um the cousin that gave me the idea to do the podcast she left but she had a podcast episode with me and that got deleted the person that the uh the medium friend that um blocked me we we did a podcast episode as well, and that got deleted too. <laughs> so it was just like, but everyone heard it when, who when it needed was, to hear it yeah, when it yeah. came out. But then obviously when we fell out, um, she deleted the podcast episode too. So it's like it never existed. So I'm just like, Rodney, don't be a jinx. What <laughs> <laughs> I just want this to come out. <laughs> I don't want it to be deleted. I don't want you to block never, me. Never, because uh, that's gonna trigger me. Yeah, that'll trigger me some too. Tra- some shadow work. <laughs> I'm just not going to trust people. No, I'm joking. It's fine. I'll be okay. But um, it's just funny how both podcast episodes got deleted. Yeah. And it's just like... And why? And so, like, anytime I record, it's like, yo, you gonna, I'm going to... As soon as this is, this is, you know, I'm going to send you the link. Because I, I want to make sure that whenever I do something, we do something. Yeah. Together, we'll have so much more of an outreach than yeah. if we just did it on our own, right? I, yeah, I don't, definitely. You know, I don't, I don't hold stuff, and it's funny when people feel like they hold. No, their energy's already been given out. You can't delete it because it's already out there. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. it's like me dropping <laughs> or you dropping a, a a pebble in the river and trying to stop the ripple. You can't, right? Yeah, it's just like we did it. Like we we shared energy, and then you're just gonna pretend it didn't happen, right? It, it doesn't make any sense. It's yeah. like. If like it's like just leave the podcast episode up there. If people want to visit, they can. And they if they can. don't, they don't. Like, why? Why is there the human need to like? Oh, well, I don't talk to them anymore, so I'm gonna, gonna delete do it. it. And it's like it doesn't bother me if you delete or if you don't. Like, it's a shame, but it's just like I move on. I'll just talk to someone else. Yeah, 
yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll share my my light with other people. Like, I'll, do you know what I mean? I don't need um, I don't need a podcast episode to remind me of my um, influence, right? Or my uh, the way I impact people, like because I do it in general. Yeah. I don't need a pod. I don't need. I don't need to guest on a podcast to for that validation. I don't need to have my podcast for that validation. But it's cool to have both. Yes. So I'm just like, okay, cool. Yes. But it's just like, my my, my soul's beautiful. I'm yes. a great person. I help people. Say that again. I'm, <laughs> I'm a beautiful soul. Let's go! <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, like nothing can, like no one can take that away from me. Yeah, man. Like nothing can take that away. Nothing. It's just like, so why, why do you humans feel like they have to do that. It's just like, it's so like immature yeah. and petty and just, it's, it's kind of like idiotic in some sort of way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, come on, come like on. what are we, what are we doing? What like we're, doing? we're, we're here to help one another. We're here to, you know, um, enhance and help the collective and at least give them the tools to heal. Yeah. But then souls are doing human things that are just not, just not good yeah. not cool not healthy at all and it's just like is that soul thinking or is that ego thinking, ego like, thinking. do you know what I mean like yeah. and that's a whole different whole vibe. different part yeah but, whole different podcast whole different whole different yeah. series yes. really yes. really yes. just yeah. circling back you know I, we started talking about just you know fatherhood and parenting <laughs> yeah we right? just went <laughs> yeah yeah and it's cool that's why I love it and, and, <laughs> yeah I love it and you know it is what it is right yeah. like this is because you've been doing it since April I started October 1st right yeah. so I'm two which months. is my birthday but yeah ah See, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yo, I was this like, is... he started over my birthday. Come on, okay. man. <laughs> Come on, happy birthday. You Thanks. know what I mean? So next, so next year on your birthday, I mean, I know we'll have episodes, but you gotta. I'm gonna come year, back. Yes. Oh god, what? Because well, I'm gonna team... t- talk about this time. After a year, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll have stuff. I'm to sure talk we'll about. both have. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? I'll have stuff to talk about. What I've been doing, like when talking healing, yeah, I share it so much with my kids yeah. that even my youngest, like if she's, oh, daddy, my neck's hurting. Can you give me some energy? Right, like that's it. a Amazing. all my kids do that, right? So with Lily, yeah. is there as you are embarking on your journey, are there some things that as you've planted the seeds, does she cultivate like, hey dad, you know, would you mind reading to me today? Has she has she done that yet, or is there are there any nah, things that nah. she she hasn't done that yet? Yeah. But um, I will um, I will talk to her sometimes and be like, oh, do you want to meditate or you want to pray? She'll tell me yes or no. Yeah. She'll usually tell me no. Yeah. But, you know, she's of that age. So I'm just like, cool, it doesn't bother me. I, I'll just give you the opportunity. I do need to ask her more often. But, um... Because really the subconscious... Her... Sorry to interrupt. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's one of those things. Like, yeah, the, what, what I've realized in the programming, even if we're suggesting and we suggest often, we are then shaping and, and adding okay. to their subconscious, right? So yeah. even though they might not consciously be aware of making the decision of I want to meditate, but if we keep offering, we keep offering, we keep offering, one day it'll be like, hey, Dad, let's meditate. What? Yeah. You know, my daughter does yeah. that sometimes. Like, I don't realize that she is... That's that's good to know, yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, I, don't, I don't offer it up enough. To yeah, me. so the more I just offer it, offer it, and I'm surprised when my daughter's like, hey, Dad, can you give me some energy? But she's used to me being around her mom, me with, with her brother. Like, anytime they're hurting, hey, let's sit down. I'm going to give you some energy. Yeah, and yeah. And I say it all the time, say it all the time. It's what they see. It's what they see. Yeah, so I, I would say... With Lily, it's more about um, it's more about love. So like, it's about being open to love and being accepting of love and receiving love. So like, I'm the kind of like I'm the kind of person where it's like, oh like, 
if you see me busy or you see me just standing over, if you want to give me a hug, just give me a hug. Yes. So I'm that kind of person. Or like, Perfect. If you want to, like, you know, give me a kiss, give me a kiss. Like, Perfect. You know I mean? So, like, this morning, like, I was in bed and they were going to school and then she just kind of came up. She was like, hey, daddy. I was like, hey, what's up? And then, you know, she gave me a kiss and she was just like, yeah. And then she was just there, like, just being affectionate and being nice. And I was like, she doesn't have to do this. Yeah. But she made the conscious choice to do to it. To do it. So it's like, that's big for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's just kind of like love. Like, we'll always hug and, like, we'll we'll dance and we'll be silly and this, <laughs> that and the other. So it's just like, um, she comes to me when it's to do with either play or love. So for me, that's big. big. I'm just like, it doesn't have to be spiritual. Yeah. But, Love is an energetic force anyway, so yes. technically it is spiritual. Oh, so being a, being a kid again. Yeah, right? being a kid. Yeah. yeah, so it's just like that. Those are the things that kind of speak to me the most. So, in, in terms of like the spiritual aspects of healing and um, the spiritual practices, she's not there yet, but um, she has experienced meditation with me. Perfect. And uh, I was able to do that with her, and she did enjoy it. But I just, you know, she's of the age where it's just like. You know, she's kind of influenced by everything, including me. So it's just like, <laughs> you know, of course. it is what of it is. Course. But it's, um, I'm grateful to still be here and yeah. still be able to be a positive presence yeah, or just a presence. Yeah. Like I'm there c- c- coming back to my dad. Like my dad's not there, but I am. Yes. So that's yeah. the testimony itself. Like I've literally like I've done enough. So, like, if I'm, you know, not here next year, I'm okay with what I've tried to do. Yes. And whatever Lily does from that, that's up to her. But, you know. So, yeah. So, it's just, yeah. Love love is what she kind of gravitates to and affection and and showing that and stuff like that. So, I sometimes, like, I'll, um, because I'm... uh, I'm in a mental health job and I'm training to be a therapist, or trying to anyway. And, um... So, uh, what was it? So sometimes I'll just like do like, oh, like, oh, do you want to talk about it? Like in a very <laughs> condescending <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, do you want to talk? Like, yeah. Like, um, so how are you feeling? Like, <laughs> so, like, but she finds it funny now because it's like, it's again, it's that subconscious thing. Yeah. It's like when you do it often enough, she understands like, oh yeah, like he's in to mental health. Yeah. what is mental health like she kind of knows a little bit about yeah. it she knows that therapy is like people talking to help each other yeah perfect perfect I, did, I didn't know what therapy was until I don't know like 20s in my 20s she's like 9 I mean <laughs> do you know what I mean she knows way more than I already do do you know what I mean I, I this is therapy for me yeah when I go to the when I go to the gym and I'm shooting basketball like going through that journey of releasing those fears and failures yeah me being in that's therapy you know what I mean so it's anything that we can do where we can quiet the meditation therapy right yeah. so you know um man I this this right here I was so I couldn't hardly sleep I was ready and excited to see you because this is the first time we it. met yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah. like Tigger I yeah, was like yeah, I know you're the spiritual Tigger what I always love to do when I have guests on yeah and give final thoughts like thank you for being here thank you for oh, sharing with my audience and I know that my audience those that are presently here and those have yet to come yeah. will be so much better because of hearing your words and hearing your voice I appreciate and feeling it. your energy so okay. I want to give you the floor last final thoughts the spirit is is is, is having inside you you need to express <sighs> um yeah so basically um 
love yourself love one another um accept yourself and accept who you are um be open to receiving love however it looks whether it's in a societal way that's accepted or whether it's in a spiritual way that you don't understand Mm. be open to it receive it um because we all deserve love and we all deserve to be loved and we deserve it in its full free expansive way and let that love um influence all that you do whether you're a father or a mother just do it and just enjoy it and just accept the journey and just embrace it and just love you know that's it i dig it man (laughs) listen that's our spiritual flow right there yeah there you go that's it i didn't plan that (laughs) spirit did though Man, love you, Cameron. Love you, like, too. For real, Thank man. You so Thank, you. Yeah. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, one more thing you have to do. Yes. You know, you know my phrase. Okay. You, you got you got to give me. You got to give, give me a let's go. go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, on the count of three. Send us out. One, two, three. Let's go. Love y'all. Yes. <laughs>